Today's episode is being sponsored by Kingsley 1945 watches. To check out the Kingsley 1945 collection, go to www.amitdevhonda.com and click on the Kingsley 1945 collection on the upper right-hand corner. On today's episode, I talked to friend, client, and music mogul, Benny Pugh. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. their watch fans i'm on the phone and the presence of greatness i'm on the phone with benny Pugh. benny how are you my friend i'm phenomenal man listen finding my way taking my time no pun intended right on taking <laughs> taking uh taking in all that's um coming at me man and in this forever changing world and and spending some time with a good friend is is very enjoyable man uh, thank you for this call well thank you for the opportunity very much and um you know, for those of you who don't know, Benny, without getting too deep into it, Benny is a, is a music mogul. Uh, when I met him, he was, uh, it was at the Mandarin Oriental, I want to say, what would you say, Benny, 2016, 17? Is one Spot on, 16. 16. And he, I, I want to give a big shout out to our girl, Atricia. Uh, she, she's the one who put us together. Um, she's just a beautiful soul and a great person, and um, she's thought of the both of us and we got together we met at the mandarin oriental which is now the waldorf historia and uh i'll never forget it benny because benny was wearing actually if i'm not mistaken i think you were wearing were you wearing a solid yellow gold yacht master on your wrist absolutely yes i was um and was it with a white dial or a champagne? Damn, you have you have a, you have an amazing memory man for detail <laughs> yes it's, it was with a white dial I, I take turmeric every day, dude. It's it's very good. For <laughs> Yo, I need I need a turmeric IV. I want my memory to be like that, bro. So you know, Benny. Um, I will say this: Benny and I only met one time, but I feel like we've known each other our entire life, uh, which is a very rare thing uh, when you just have met someone only once. And so, sometimes that's all it takes. Um, well, I think it's important, and I and I and I concur with you, right? And I don't even look at our connection. A meeting one time it has no representation on our connection because I'm a Correct. driven. I'm driven by frequency, right? And yep. what's really important is kind of like you know the synchronizations of watches, right? It's important that all the pieces are together, and how I move through my life is is taking on you know that good energy and that good movement and with you it was almost instantaneously you and i spent the whole day running through the mandarin talking about watches enjoying some libations catching up right only because the energy was proper and um so it wasn't hard for us to feel like we've known each other forever because that's what you actually think about it man you're a master salesman for all who don't know right thank you so anyone on this show who doesn't know (laughs) He's a master salesman, so all the tricks come out, right? The trinkets, the conversation, he takes you from top to bottom, gives it to you good, very, very well studied in his craft. And in order to be the master of anything, you have to know your product. And and um, being able to identify what my needs were um, looking forward and, and building my watch collection uh, were very um very important to me and finding the right pieces 
and adding on to have something to pass on for generations of pews to come. So I definitely want to thank you for that. Um, oh, no, it's my pleasure. And I, I'll tell you, I feel like, like my father when I went, because he could never take compliments. So all I'm going to say to you is, and I'm very humbled by your tired words. <laughs> and and uh, I appreciate the sentiment as well, because, you know, this is, I mean, Benny, now that we're on this topic, how would you say that, you know, just, I mean, I know we connected, but mm-hmm. aside from the connection, how would you say that, you know, your experience of working with me to purchase watches is different uh, than just going into a store and working with someone behind a counter? One, you care. is in you, you cared about what it was and where I wanted to be with my end goal of, of building um, my, my uh, watch collection, you know, which ranges from uh, a GMT, my first Rolex, to, you know, uh, a DeWitt, um, you know, uh, watch that I, that I have in my collection and a host of, you know, things in the middle. And not thinking about price point, you thought about, you know, you identified me, you sized me, asked me my goals, Ask me what is it, what is where did I see myself? How to place the pieces that you thought would be of value, more importantly than of price. And I think most salespeople are always trying to upsell. And the first thing I think the first Rolex, uh, the the first thing I bought for you was the uh, the Air, right? Which which you thought was really proper for me at that particular time. And I, I was like, you know what? It's great. And it became like an everyday watch for me. And um, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I remember the conversation. It was a really interesting one because Benny wanted like a, an Audemars Piguet for around 25 grand. Yeah. And, and, and I talked him out of it <laughs> to buy a watch for like $6,000. Right. He, he was like, uh, am I not connecting something? Is something is, is some, <laughs> whose side right. are you on, motherfucker? Right. Like, you know, right. right. So uh, for me, that's a very clear representation of what Benny's saying, that to me it's not about the dollar amount. It's what I think is best for you. And um, in that case, in that time, because Benny's in in an industry where he's surrounded with people who are wearing that stuff. Right, bling, bling. All bling, bling, right? But not taste. And what's more important for for me, it's never been about the bling. It's always been about this the taste and you understanding that timeless pieces were very important to me than ostentatious big ticket items that everyone knows. Gaudy is definitely not it. And when it was time for my son's graduation, and I told you exactly what I wanted, something special, right? Something that we could be connected together in time to give him for his graduation. Yep. Um, that's that was you get. special. Those yeah, were actually the first watches you bought for me. Uh, you bought those two before the Air King. Oh, okay. Uh, when we actually the day we met, uh, Benny bought those two watches. He placed the order because I think I was wearing it, and I was talking to him about it when we were sitting at the bar having a few cocktails. Uh, and that's when we both I think opened up more and stuff. And just organically, he was telling me about his son and how he's graduating and how he wants something very special that would connect both of them. And I was so touched that you ordered Kingsley 1945 watches because we're not a big brand. It's a brand that I distribute. And just off, I mean, 
listen, it's, it's, it's one thing just to meet someone you connect with, but then to do business with them in that same sort of encounter. Uh, you know, it's, it's, I won't say it's never happened to me before, but when it does, there's something special about it. And then we further, uh, made it i think we further made it special right because we've cattle branded your initials and his initials on the straps yo bro like i gotta i gotta give it to you like that turmeric yo i'm starting that shit tomorrow <laughs> like like because you know i actually pulled the watch out and i'm looking at it um and yes you did and it was so crazy that when because you wasn't there for the presentation so you know for those who don't know i'm you know, that's what I do is market and promote. So, you know, it was a very special moment for, for any graduation for, for all of us who've been in that, you know, that area and, and, and that, that segment of our life. But, um, for the audience, uh, family and friends, when I, when I pulled out the Kingsley and gave the speech of, you know, we're forever connected by time it was special man and and i and it's something we'll never forget right and it made me while we're talking go and pull it out just to look at it that you know he and i both cherish something together as special as that watch like it's a really really special watch and it's one of those that you know people always ask me about and it goes once again it's not about price it's about like you know special it's it's um it's strong it's bold it's significant it speaks you know those who know know those who don't you know what you're going to learn so that my son <laughs> and i my son and i share that is i, I got to say jesus man uh, if if i was a crier i'd be weeping right now right but <laughs> well you're going to make me cry you. man cuz i am <laughs> yeah. a weeper <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um I, I appreciate that, and, and that's very special, and I wish I could have seen that because that is priceless, what you just said. And, you know, what would you say, Benny, like you've had some nice watches, and for those of you out there, I mean, Benny bought two of the same model watch. He bought his in all copper. I think his son's is in steel and copper, mm. or, were they, or were they both the same? I no, think they're identical. Did. They're identical. They're, they're identical. So we put the two coppers for him. And we engraved their initials on the on the back of the strap, which is a nice touch that we do for our good clients. Mm -hmm. And uh, what would you say the quality build of something like that is compared to, let's say, like a Rolex Air King or like a, you know, I mean, you've had many watches. And, you know, these, these watches are priced at a fraction of the big, big watches. Um, in terms of quality design, like what, what were your initial thoughts on that once you were able to, um, after you guys shared that important moment and then you actually so, started wearing them. So you actually introduced me and gave me the history of the company and, and how the, the watch manufacturer um, came into existence. What was very eye-catching for me is that it was, you know, it, it had um, the dial face of it was exactly what I wanted to be as far as um, the millimeter. It had subtle but strong presence and and I in looking at it right it's a universal watch so that I could actually be in the yard um, raking leaves or I could actually go to a power meeting and um, you know people would go wow it's special because you know obviously um, watches resonate a lot about one's character and who they are and what they are one million and, percent right and and this watch doesn't matter who you're with it's respected right because it it complements 
who you are. And it's uh, it stands side by side as far as the mechanics of it. Love it. You know, have had no issues. My son has had no issues. Um, and, you know, he was uh, he's a vibrant, young, um, athletic individual. And he wears his far more than I wear mine just because, you know, I still want to savor the moment. Uh, and it's one, of, it's one of those special moment kind of watches for me because of what it represents. So, Absolutely. But, but but style, class, workmanship, quality, it's it's amazing, man. And I've recommended it to, you know, uh, lots of my friends. So I'm I'm very happy with it. And it stands, once again, in the sentimental watch um, end of, of um, category of, of my watches, it sits there, right? You know, it's it's either grabbing this or grabbing the protect, right? I'm not wearing <laughs> right. it. I'm not, grab, I'm not grabbing either one of those every day, but it's all about the emotion of what I want to feel and, and stepping out. Um, it sits in that category for me. Well, I think you said something also very key just now. I think, Benny, you have a very high level of emotional intelligence, and that's mm-hmm. why you're so good at what you do, because it comes from inside. And most, most men will never be able to even identify or admit that. Uh, that there is something known as emotional intelligence, mm-hmm. and um, and you feel it. You know what I mean? It, it, you, you go by feeling and what you do when you select artists. You go by feeling and what you do when mm-hmm. you when you're working with people. And I think watches are the same sentiment. And I don't think a, a lot of times people just say, "Oh, I want to wear this because it looks cool," you know. And I think what you're saying is so much deeper and so much more important that. These watches really are a symbol of how you feel in a lot of ways. They're a symbol of how you feel, and they express some very, very, very important moments in your life, much like, you know, the Kingsley's did for Benny and his son. So, you know, what's really interesting, too, Ahmed, is the fact that, you know, and I'm, a, I'm, I'm older, right, in, in, in uh, the um, music industry end of things, but remaining relevant, we're watching and listening to like a lot of the rappers now, how they've always, you know, taken culture and put into, into art and into music. But I remember Rick Ross was probably the first person I heard um, rap about a Vacheron. Right. 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 But, I, but I'd already had that for 10 years. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I remember talking with Future when he, um, yo, he rapped about a Patek. You know, we'd had those for 20 years. So, like, people getting to the value of what's important as they start to refine themselves, they they actually tone it down and actually go more towards quality and, and quantity, right? And and realizing that the timeless special things are more important than the bling-bling of it all. And that's how um, I, I represent and look at the Kinsley, right? Like, it does that. Right, like at some point someone's gonna rap about it, right? But I had it first. <laughs> you know what? Right? Gonna, you know what it's gonna be like some big black dude, and, 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 and instead of on a instead of on a chain, he has a pendant. He's got me, he's got me on that fucking chain, hanging from that chain, you, wearing, wearing the Kingsley, right? right. And, <laughs> Probably in a diaper. I'm just kidding. Yeah. So I, 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 I think, uh, no, I appreciate that. Those are very mm-hmm. kind words. And uh, I, I don't know if you, you know Praz, right? Of course. Yeah, so I interviewed Praz like a few years, in 2016, uh, mm-hmm. through, through Trisha, once mm-hmm. again. God bless mm-hmm. Trisha. And, uh, and, you know, he was saying that, that's what I like about both of you, is that you both, uh, you're both from Jersey, number one. 
Um, you're both, uh, you know, in the music business. and the, But the difference I've seen between the both of you and, let's say, just anybody else in that industry is that you guys have very specific and refined tastes. Mm-hmm. Now, like, I know for Praz, it came from his uncle who told him at a young age, listen, you can't be wearing no shitty watch that your mom mm-hmm. gave you. You've mm-hmm. got to wear, you've got your shoes are important, mm-hmm. your watch is important. Mm-hmm. Where did you get that sort of, you know, that sort of uh, design or that quality or that inspiration or who who inspired you? Well, you know, um, I come from an era of of like stylish black men, right? right. So it's not... It's not so much about if it's one individual, it was all about, you know, an identification and recognition of, you know, what a strong man looks like, right? Right, right. And it's, and it's all of the elements, right? So it's not a hollow suit. It's, it's putting together the uniform on which will be represent, representative of what you want to portray and who you actually are. So, you know, the watch is just one piece. Like, I'm still a guy that wears hard-bottom, you know, hard-bottom shoes, you know, like. Absolutely. You know, but but, but there'll be Seja Pachote or Santini's or, you know, it's going to be that. So it's watches and shoes are, are symbiotic in if you know, you know, or you don't, you don't, right? So Absolutely. It's, it's, it's never about, you know, what people will see that they know. It's what they see, but they know because of the quality of. So I studied a lot of, you know, the uh, people in the neighborhood, whether they were the hustlers, whether they were the pastors, whether they were, you know, back then the Amway salesman or the Kirby vacuum cleaner guy, professional men, and what they, how they put their attire together, you know, from the neck piece, you know, to the to their wrists, to their feet. And obviously, most important, you know, things that are important, like your jacket and you know, all, all of those elements. And I replicated, right? And I studied and I looked. And and once again, I was never about flash, you know. The what's obvious, it's only about like taste and style and quality. And 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 I learned, right? And studied, like you know, on how to put myself together to be indicative of who I am. And, and, and each time I participated in a purchase led me to the next conversation to get to the next purchase, right? So it was more of a gradual understanding and learning process for me in development, right? Of, of how I saw myself in every aspect of my life. That's wonderful. So it's like, it's, it was a journey, like, you know, yes, yes. Which is awesome because that's how it's, I think that's probably the most organic way of developing Mm -hmm. a collection. You know? Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 yep. And, and and there's no like, you know, you're experiencing it in that moment. It's not about somebody saying buy this and you buy it. It's correct. It's about, it's about knowing and understanding it from all aspects and then making the decision. To, to, so, to so to your point, like once you get in the GMT club, right? Then yep. guys go, oh, you like that? Do you know about? The yep. IWC. That's oh, right. do you know about, you know, oh, the, the Daytona. Oh, do you know about, right? And you, it's a whole stepping stone ladder mechanism to getting all of the quality pieces that matter. If you're a student of what you, of, 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 of watch, watch collecting, right? As opposed to just aimlessly purchasing things because they cost a lot of money. 
And and what year did you buy? Do you remember what year you bought your GMT? I didn't realize you had a GMT. That's fucking cool. Um, yeah. <laughs> 1998. 1998. 19, and was it a steel GMT or a steel and gold? Uh, steel. steel. And what, what bezel? Uh, what is on that? That's the... Um, black and red, the, red and blue, or black and, and blue. Black. Red and blue, red and blue, red oh, and blue, you, red and blue. You got the Pepsi, blue. dude. You got the yeah. fucking Pepsi. Actually, I went and got it right. I haven't seen this watch in eons either. That, yeah. Dude, let me tell you something. You probably paid something like, I want to say about $4,000 for that watch. 3000 You're good, bro. $3,000. I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that watch today goes anywhere between ten to fifteen thousand dollars. That's crazy. So if you think about the investment that you made, yep. and that's not why you bought you bought it because of course you heard that it was good and you, you know, read about it and you liked it and all that stuff. But uh, it's isn't it amazing? What can you wear uh, for twenty two years and have right. it be and have it be worth <laughs> three times what you four times what you paid. So, it's funny. You you got me reminiscent, man. Then I jumped from there to the uh, Breitling Navigator. The Navitimer. Yeah. That's a, okay, so that's the only Breitling I would ever wear. So. And that's uh, the only one I have. That's sick. You have it with, like, the black dial with white subdials? Damn, or, bro. Like, you really good. Yes. <laughs> See, I just thought you was a nice guy, bro. That tells a lot of jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're like you're really serious about this shit. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Like, well, even that, or you, or you, the government, you in my house. You know, <laughs> <one of> the, <laughs> it's fucking brown surveillance. Some real shit going on, man. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Th- that's sick. And then from the Breitling Navitimer, do you remember where you went from there? The IWC, all blackface. Very cool. That's an. See, I, I don't, I don't know if I ever told you this, but since I'm from Massachusetts. IWC started in, in Boston, um, and you know, in the late. I read up on that. Mm-hmm. And and so the founder was from basically more or less around where I'm from, not the t- same town. But so I was selling IWC. We we like when I was in retail, we were the first, probably one of the one of three dealers or four dealers in the country to have IWC. I remember when um, you would call IWC, and it was just two women who were like you know, chain smoking cigarettes and drinking bourbon at nine in the morning. And uh, they had really raspy voices and they were from the South and it'd be like, IWC, how can I help you? You know, it was was a real rough and ready, you know, nobody knew about it, but it was very well made. It had been around since the 1800s. That's a really smart choice for you because again, it's classic. What is your go-to watch then? If like, cause I mean, what do you wear on every day? Is it the Air King? How did you guess? Because it can go anywhere, man. You can rake in, rake your yard, or you can, you know, go to a power meeting. Like it does all of that because people who enjoy watches enjoy it, and it doesn't have to be overbearing. It doesn't have to be overpriced. You know, you can move on in the conversation because people understand. That's great. What do you see, people? I mean, you've seen obviously in your industry. It has changed, like, in terms of what people are wearing. But who would you say in your industry, you know, besides the people that we've talked about, mm-hmm. who, would you, who would you say has a good watch game? Like, who, who would you say kind of has their watch game on point? Um, As collectors? I mean, L.A. Reed has an amazing watch collection. Um, oh, really? 
And, yeah, wow. and he doesn't, which is so crazy because he doesn't even wear watches anymore, right? And, crazy. And I guess even, like, being in the pandemic now, um, I haven't, like, putting on a watch is super special now, right? Yes. It's like, it's like when you want to feel normal and you yep. just get dressed to be dressed, <laughs> right? Because you got a Zoom. Like, now <laughs> I go on Zoom with, now I go on Zoom call with watches. Like, I'm like, I got to get back into business, right? right. <laughs> so I'm on a Zoom with a watch. Right, so it's uh, it's 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 really it's really important. But uh, I mean, obviously, DJ Khaled has a crazy watch collection. You know, his is 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 insane. And most most of the um, accomplished people have accomplished collections. Right, right, right. right. Even but, even if they bling it out sometimes, right? That's just for show. Yep. Right, but most of the accomplished guys have really good collections and they're just collecting right i think some guys like i've seen like kevin hart like has like a crazy collection of richard mm-hmm. Mille watches mm-hmm. you know like you've got like a suitcase full of them wow. um you know like i i saw him on on some video talking about them and i mean that's great but then i'm like then you talk to someone like yourself or Proz, who you know has and i'm not knocking kevin hart i think he has a great he has a great eye for watches. I personally am just not a fan of Richard Mille. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the more classic stuff, right? Like, mm-hmm. I think when you're younger, you want to prove something. Not you specifically, but mm-hmm. us as, as individuals want to prove something, you know, okay. that, that we're somebody. We've made it in life. We are accomplished. I think as you get older and you, you get more humble and as you get less attached to things and, and you realize that those things aren't as important, you just... You savor the moments, like you said, with, you know, pulling out for special occasions. Like, I know when the Apple Watch came out, I was really pissed off because I was mm. like, this is such a fucking joke. Like, who's going to wear this thing? And now, a- after growing up a little bit and seeing what it's actually the impact it's had on the world, it's like, I, it, it's pretty amazing that it's almost like a pocket watch was for men in the 30s and 40s. It's like it's a modern-day tool watch where people are just using it for utilitarian purposes. And it's also like the great gateway drug, I think, into watch collecting. I never thought I'd say those words, but I think it is. But, but see, I have a different opinion about that. I think it should, um, it should just be called a wrist computer, right? right. Like, yeah. I think the name should be it's, – it's not, it's not a watch. I mean, right. it's, it's, a, it's not a watch, right? And, uh, Correct. And unfortunately, you know, and, you know, signs of the time and it's indicative, but what old will be new again, right? Just like now music is evolving and it will, it's, it's now gone back to its roots. Songs are important, right? In a degree. Absolutely. Right? Because what songs do um, is give you uh, a feeling of what the time that you're in and what those yeah. memories are moving in the future, right? So there's always going to be the commerce piece of it, like the disposable records that will happen on TikTok and be done, right, and things like that. And then there's going to be, like, you know, the love songs and it's going to be the classic records that are going to be done that are going to be left for for live on way beyond all of us, right? And that's the same thing with watches. Like an Apple Watch is 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 just a totally different experience. And at some point the the current generation will fall in love with understanding what the value of time is. Exactly. Right? exactly. And the representation of time in the greatness and what the watches that you have 
and possess and share, right? Because obviously when you're wearing a watch, you're sharing it publicly, right, for people to understand, right, and also be prepared for what? What time is it, right? So it's a different Absolutely. experience, right? When you someone walks up to you and says, what time is there's a connection, right? Yep. There's an I, you know, you and I are spending a moment together, right? Yep. We're yep. both then go to the wrist element, even when it's not on your wrist, but you go immediately to someone's forearm, right, as they turn to look, right? Yep. Yep. As they look, you look, then you go again. The connection, the humanness of what the watch brings is different than just finding out what the weather is in Chicago. I mean, do you think it actually starts conversations? With, you are, of course. Yeah. Of course. Uh, yeah, I think it brings people together. I mean, of course. You know, I, I'll never forget. I was on a, I was on a uh, elevator, and this guy was wearing a vintage Submariner with red writing. Mm-hmm. Very, very hard watch to get. I just remember him lo- looking at his watch and being like, "Dude, that's cool, man." And he's like, "Okay." I have a meeting, but I will ride the elevator with you for a little bit to talk to you more about this. And I was just like, this is cool. What what other thing can you think of like that that engenders that kind of immediate connection? You know, I don't know. It's such a personal thing. And it's such a wonderful thing to have, especially for men, because for men as well, if you think about it, of course, men can wear rings and chains and all that shit, but if you're not a flashy guy and you don't care about that shit, right. a, wa- a watch is what you have. My point to you about the Apple Watch was more so because maybe there's options on it, you can get our mesh straps on it, you can get different yeah. things. I think that sort of thing, even though it's not a mechanical watch that we appreciate, I think there's a place for it in that it will start people talking more and more of about course. other watches and other things. So I I also wanted to talk to you about something I think that you're doing that's really interesting. I mean, you're in the you're in the music business. You're actually developing or or are almost or I don't know if you're fully developed yet, but I think you're in testing of an app. Um, I just was I wanted to talk to you more about that and and see how that all came about. And so it's um it's it's a crazy journey, man, on how I've gotten to this point um, in my career. Uh, I was in a a near-death car accident maybe six years ago, which changed my life. uh, Oh, it's all right, man. Listen, I'm still here, right? You Um, are. Yeah, I hit a tree at 90 miles an hour, and uh, I had a massive concussion, L3, L4 vertebrae fracture, bulging disc in my back, um, uh, lost half the blood in my body, and... um, lacerated my liver and lost two feet of my small intestine and and i'm here to to fight another day right but in that process um hitting the tree a book was birthed outside of me called on impact um and it is literally and figuratively my life right after hitting that tree because it changed everything about me it changed you know, how I walk, how I talk, how I perceive, right? What's the value, the things that I wasted my time on, things that um, I should commit more time to, and things that you just take a moment to to enjoy and bask in, right? Like just this conversation that we're having about watches and, you know, each watch that I would I could go to and, and get an array of different emotions that would come from that. So my book is scheduled uh, to pre-order um, 2021 on Amazon, 
Uh, so I'm super excited. Congratulations! That's yeah. huge. And, yeah, and, super. And, and I'm and you took something very, very uh, that that was life changing and turned it into something very positive. That's wonderful. Absolutely. So on impact, uh, impact is an acronym. It's, um, it's intuition, mastery, pivot, authenticity, communication, and teamwork. So it's um, a inspiration motivational business book that takes you through the journey of me um, from 11 years old delivering newspapers to now sitting on the phone with Ahmed um, talking about you know amazing watches and uh, everything in the middle right so it gives the reader and it gives people who are in their careers trying to figure out like you know what how do I get to the next step have I stayed too long how do I pursue my aspirations and my goals? Right. You know, and what you take from the book is kind of like if Benny could do what I could do it too. And it walks you through my life and gives you an undercurrent of, you know, music since I spent multiple de de decades in the music business. I've worked for some of the greatest companies in the music business, which I'm super excited about, from Def Jam Records to uh, Epic Records, Motown Records, and at um, my last corporate stint was at Rock Nation, and I realized, like, you know what? Uh, it's time for me to take a stab at this of my own after being in corporate um, for as many years as I am and probably have contributed maybe billion dollars in revenue, right? I didn't make 10% of that. Um, I didn't make 5% of that, right? So I'm like, you know what? It's time. Benny, even if you made 1%, you're fucking golden, dude. So. <laughs> Stop, man. So, so, step, so stepping outside, right, and out on faith and out on God, um, creating my own business, Diverse Media, um, brought me to a lot of different uh, financial business opportunities, and one of them was Candid. So Candid is kind of like the Amazon of, of, of content. So if you think about just like this conversation, right? And all of the people that you've had, that you've created content, whether it's audio content, whether it's visual content, some of the celebrities, some important business people that you have content pictures of. Right. What our platform allows you to do is, a post is 40 pieces of content, and you can also include 10 one-minute um, videos. So a total post, on our platform is 50 pieces of content in one Holy post, up, up to 50 pieces of content. So you can do an array of videos, one-minute videos, and 40 pieces of content, right? And as a user, you're in control of the value of what you want your content to be. Once again, we're just like the Amazon of content. We provide an environment for people to sell. So you, Ahmed, said, you know what, Yo, Benny and I, the photos that we took, the videos we may have, for my audience, um, I think the value of this, you guys can now have this from for the value of free to up to $99. You state the price. So you go, you know what? Sitting with Benny is worth four ninety nine, right? right? So you let right. everyone know. They come to Candid, K-A-N-D-I-I-D, right? And now you have your content available for sale. You can offer for free up to $99. And now, you know, the the user um, now has the opportunity to set the price. And, you know, the marketplace has been, been now set for people, if they're interested, right, they can buy. 
And uh, we're now in beta and doing our full launch in the top of 2021. That's incredible, man. And will the website be, will it be candid.com? Yes. Okay. So definitely check that out, guys. Uh, for those of you who are, you know, who do freelance or maybe you just want to get your name out there, you know, mm-hmm. or you have ideas or whatever, definitely check out this platform. I think it's going to change the world. Um, it's a very, very smart idea, and I hope to be a part of it in some way. So, Oh, you will. You know, for sure, for sure, because I think it's brilliant, Benny. How, now, how long have you been working on, on developing that? So I'm not the actual developer. Um, I'm one of the founders. The uh, CEO is a young kid out of um, South Carolina that um, – brought me on, right? He, it was just super exciting, right? So he had this idea, uh, came on as an investor and I just got super excited because, you know, once again, being in music, um, identifying talent, you know, being a part of signing future, signing Yogati, signing, uh, cash out, being involved in Travis Scott and 21 Savage and identifying a lot of that stuff and maybe hiring over 300 minority people um, in my tenure in the music business, right, and that are now some of the major players in music. When this was first pitched to me, I stopped the guy in the middle of the conversation, Antoine McLaughlin, and told him, yo, I want to buy whatever's remaining in this, and I purchased it because it is next. And, you know, it's not just about hype. It really is, and we've assembled an incredible team and looking forward to what 2020 is going to bring and, and the growth of this company. So I'm super excited about it. Um, well, I wish you nothing but the best of luck with it. I know it's going gonna, it's gonna to go to the moon and back. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I, I wanted to uh, ask you, what do you think your next piece is going to be? Uh, it's probably going to be a Paul Newman Daytona. Wow. <laughs> wow. No, you know why? Because I'm waiting for Candid, bro. I'm done. So I don't need any. I don't need anything else. If Candid okay. is everything, if Candid is yo, I'm going for it. Guess wow. what? If I walked into a party, right? Yep. Only those who know know. And yep. guess what, B? I'm gonna feel great that day. So I'm uh, setting my sights now and being in a billion dollar business, right? Creating a billion dollar product. I want to have to watch to represent that. So I'm holding out for that, man. So I didn't realize the game had changed that much. Cause... <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's amazing, dude. That, that's, a, that's a grail watch. Yeah, that's it is, not, bro. That, that's not just any watch. That's a grail watch. I want a dream, bro. I want a dream, bro. I want to I talk it into existence, man. Because if you talk it into existence, you'll move that way. And if you move that way, if you think that way, you'll move that way and you'll make it a reality. So that's what I'm thinking about, bro. <laughs> well, you know what? That, honestly, my respect level for you went up like tenfold. I mean, that, <laughs> that, 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 is a, that is a watch that... Again, in the 70s, 60s, actually, they couldn't even sell that watch. Uh, when it, when it, that's the irony behind it. And it's one of the most expensive watches ever sold in history. Yep. You know? So I, uh, big props to you, man, for that. I want to thank you for your time, Benny. And I oh, thank, man, easy. And, and I want to thank you for, for just being you and for being so candid and uh, no pun intended. And just <laughs> I, wish you, I wish you a ton of success, man. You've always been kind to me. No problem, have, brother. I hope you have a great uh, rest of your year and all the best for 2021. All right, likewise. Be well. Bye, Well, there we have it, folks. That was my one-on-one conversation with 
good friend, client, and music and media mogul, Benny Pugh. I'm so blessed uh, and appreciative that he gave me his time and uh, that we covered so many different topics um, in a short period of time. And I'm, I'm really proud and happy for him uh, about his new venture. And I look forward to hearing more and more about what he's up to in the coming months and years ahead. Uh, if you want to check out my website, you can at www.amadevehonda.com. You can email me with questions at amadevehonda.gmail.com. And until next time, rock on, fly back, and stay happy.